Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello. Hey, is this Mike? Hey, Jay. 
Yes. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you just fine. Thank you so much. Yeah, this is the first time I've used this particular service, so I was just make, hoping I was unmuted now. Yeah, yeah. I've been using this for a long time, so it's definitely my go-to for uh, to be able to record our chats and everything. Nice. Nice. I see a note that, um, that we spoke back in 2008. <clears throat> yes. Actually, uh, the show that I do, Kingdom Builder, um, I first interviewed, you were actually one of my first couple of interviews on it back in 2008. And it was, uh, it was a hilarious conversation. I remember having to mute the phone when you're going back and forth between your voice and Larry's voice. So I wouldn't ruin <laughs> the call. But it was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. My goodness. That must have been right around the time of the Pirates Who Don't Do Anything movie, I would imagine. Yep. Yep. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. Actually, we went back oh. and um, I went back earlier this year, or maybe it was Late last year, I went back and um, re-featured it because a lot of people hadn't heard it yet. So oh, nice. we went back and replayed okay. it last year. Oh, very cool. Oh, that's awesome, man. Well, good. Well, um, thanks, for, <clears throat> thanks for having me on again. I really, I really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Now I just got to get Phil back on here. I talked to Phil years ago, too. So okay. I got you on here. I said, yeah, I need to call Phil and get Phil back on here, too, and talk to him about what's going on with him now, too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I can remind him next time I talk to him. <laughs> so I'll give him, put the bug in his ear. Yeah, so what we'll do today, um, obviously, talking about like kind of uh, VeggieTales and that you guys are, you know, a couple short years away from hitting the 30-year mark with the show. And um, when I had talked to you before, we had talked about the technology and stuff back then when you guys had first started it, how difficult it was back then to put something like this together and how it preceded even yeah. Toy Story. And then um, I, I was looking at the notes here and I noticed that uh, as far as the show goes, it's on Yippee now. So what uh -huh. I want to do is focus on, you know, the longevity of the show and, you know, what it's like having this um, on this new network and, you know, what we can expect from it with these new shows that are coming up. And then what I'll do is I have, I have a couple of VeggieTales CDs that I was sent over the years. And what I want to do right after that first part is I'm going to play a song, uh, the Walking on Sunshine uh, cover you guys did for the uh, Bob and Larry sing the 80s and then kind of yep. bring Larry into the conversation for, for four or five questions. Okay. And then um, I'll play another song and then we'll go back to you to finish it out with the last couple. Okay. Yeah, man, that sounds awesome. So in, and this isn't live, so um, I know that before when we did the conversation, we had to – the Larry part was kind of – we had to kind of go in there, and I had to edit some stuff because we had to start over. But if you just don't feel uh, don't feel nervous or anything, it's not live, so we can edit and post. Okay. All right, man. Thank you. All right. And I'm going to get started. Let me get my recording started on this end. <clears throat> Welcome back to Kingdom Builder. Over the years, I've had a wide variety of guests come on the show, and I'm really excited about our guest today because the last time we had him on was way back in 2008 when I started Kingdom Builder, and I'm thrilled to have him back on with us today. Joining me today is VeggieTales co-creator and the voice behind Larry the Cucumber, Mike Naraki. Mike, how are you doing today, man? 
I am great, Jay. Great to talk to you again. I can't believe it's been 12 years. <laughs> Holy smokes, that's a long time. <laughs> oh, yes, indeed. Well, it certainly has been a long time, but uh, I'm glad that we have you back on further chat, man. Oh, thank you so much. No, I appreciate it. It's, it's great to be on and uh, talking to you about VeggieTales again. Yes, sir. Well, you know, I'm excited that in 2020, we're still talking VeggieTales because this series is inching closer to the 30-year mark. Um, did, did you ever think back to when you and Phil created this, it would have been as successful and as impactful it's been over the past 27 years? Oh, my goodness. No. I mean, really, absolutely no idea. You know, we felt like we had a clever idea for one show that we hoped we could make, you know, and then, you know, with a, with a dream that, well, maybe we can make more. But, um, you know, we felt like there was a need for, a, sh for a, a show that could help parents pass on biblical values to their kids. We took a look at what was out there and just thought, man, you know, we felt like there needs to be something fun with, with great music and, and, and catchy characters and computer animation was just starting to emerge. And, you know, we were fortunate enough to, um, you know, be in a position to, to learn that and have access to that. And sort of all those things kind of came together, but, you know, we just, we had no idea that it would take hold like it did. Uh, and then, you know, if you would have, if, if I would have known that I would, you know, 30 years later still be screaming like a cucumber, <laughs> it would have been hard to believe, but I am just, I we're so blessed and I so love it. And I, and I just have, you know, just seeing the impact that the show has had on kids' lives who are now adults, you know, uh, over the course of the show has just been incredible and humbling, and I'm just so blessed to have been part of it all. Yeah, you know, Mike, I remember during our first conversation, you talking about the computer animation technology back then, uh, which was still in its infancy. Um, but what a lot of people may not know is that this show actually preceded even the earliest Pixar movies like Toy Story. Um, what's it like now looking back and realizing, wow, we really created something special here? Yeah, it's it's really wild. I mean, when you're in it, it kind of in the middle of it, and we were just working to get shows done, and you know, it, it just it was just you know kind of concentrating on you know the task at hand and that next deadline, uh, you know. But then having now the benefit to look back, it really is um, incredible just to realize, okay, we were at that very special place in time, you know, where God brought all those things together. You know, Phil and my's friendship, uh, you know, our our kind of you know. Uh, wacky interpretation of the, of these characters and how they related, um, you know, uh, the technology itself with computer animation, kind of the rise of VHS, and it's really the first time that people were able to buy a product to have at home, you know, rather than, you know, having to be dependent on having it on television or at a, at a movie. Um, so all those things just kind of came together at once, and uh, it's just, it's incredible to me to still look back on it and think that, yeah, we were, we were a part of that. That's really cool. And, you know, with its longevity, the series continues to have an impact on generation after generation of children. Why, are, why do you think stories like VeggieTales are so essential for our kids? Well, you know, I, I, I think that our, our, every storyteller's worldview comes out in the stories that they tell and in the themes that they decide uh, to to, to place in their stories. And, um, you know, as a Christian, you know, I believe that there's a God who made me, who loves me, who wants a relationship with me as he does with all of us. And so, you know, that's at the heart of Veggie Tales. God made you special and he loves you very much. And that is 
you know, a sentiment that, that, you know, parents want their kids to, to know and to feel and, 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 you know, as part of growing up. And so, um, you know, to have those values and, and that worldview at the heart of a story, I think is super important. Um, you know, so we'll, you know, tell a story about, you know, loving your neighbor um, or telling the truth or, you know, not being afraid and, and, and not only okay, well, these are good things, but why, you know, why, why should we be like this? Because this is how God made us and this is how he wants us to live our lives. And so hopefully it's informing uh, the way a, a, a child looks at the world as they grow up and, and points them toward their creator and a lifelong relationship with him. And so, you know, that's, that's been the hope of the show uh, for us and, and what it can do all these years. Amen. And I can tell you personally, for me, um, I have children that range in age from from two all the way up to 21. And my 21-year-old actually used to watch uh, VeggieTales when she was younger. And even now, I was I was talking to her today and telling her, say, I'll, I'll be talking to Mike, who uh, you know co-founded this series. And she was like, you know, I still have a lot of great memories from those from those episodes of VeggieTales that I watched, the Jonah movie, uh, the Pirates Who Don't Do Anything, and it's really cool hearing stuff like that, hearing of the impact that this series has had on my own children and continues to have on, on my children even now. So I, I really appreciate you guys for what you've been able to do with this show for so long, because I know that in my house personally, it has truly made an impact. Oh man. Thank you. Thank you, Jay. Yeah. And it's so, it's so neat for me too, because I'm involved now, you know, I teach at the college level and, um, you know, I hear that time and time again, especially if I go and speak to groups, you know, of, of new students, um, how VeggieTales was part of their upbringing. And it's just, it's so neat as a, you know, typically, I mean, I remember in the early, the early years, we would, you know, work so hard to create this show, and then we would send it out, and there'd be no really interaction with our, our fans just because, you know, it was so, it wasn't like doing the live show, you know, you, you, you were in the studio doing your show, and you just sent it out. But but to see that, yeah, that, you know, all that work and, and all the blood, sweat and tears that we put in on those earlier years, um, you know, was was influencing kids and then to, you know, now step forward in time, you know, 25 plus years later and, you know, have a have a college kid come up to me and say, hey, you know, uh, Bob and Larry was my childhood or, you know, this is this is what this, sh- this show meant to me or that show meant to me. It's it's really, really humbling and, and really um uh, I don't know. It's just it's just really special uh, to to you know to, that that is a possibility. And you know what? There's not a whole lot of cartoons these days that can really say that because um, just just cartoons in general have changed the the way they present their messages. And so I know growing up in the '80s that um, that was a period of time when cartoons still had that positive message, um, even though it wasn't you know a Christian message like VeggieTales was. But you know I remember growing up with uh, TV series like He-Man and the Masters of the Universe and uh, <laughs> yeah. and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I mean, those series, even though they 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 were they were different, they still had a positive message and were still able to teach kids stuff. And I think sadly, yeah. that's what's really missing from a lot of cartoon series these days is that they're not really there to to instill those values in kids. And I think that's why VeggieTales still continues to be so important even now, 27 years after you guys created it. Yeah, you know, I, I think a lot of what we see now is just, you know, 
just stuff being played for laughs. You know, it's about a la you know, it's uh, LPMs, laughs per minute. You know, and while you know, and we always have thought that humor was was so important as part of our stories, but you know, it's it's part of the stories, and at the heart of it is a is a value and a lesson that comes through. Um, you know, with the journey that the character goes on, and you know, and I think those, you know, if you can, I think if you can uh, be funny, but then also uh, you know, be serious or, 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 or touch on those important values, that's going to be what lasts. You know, I remember, you know, when the Mr. Rogers movie uh, came out um, or the, the documentary came out a couple years ago, just sitting there weeping, uh, watching that, just knowing, you know, what was behind those messages and, and the heart of, of Fred Rogers to get that out there. And, you know, and that had a huge impact on me in my childhood because it was those were meaty, uh, meaty things, and they were coming from a place, you know, with with him as well of of you know the realization in in the existence of a creator and you know loving him and loving others. And so, um, you know, I think uh, it's 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 the important stuff in life that endures. And um, you know, hopefully, we've captured a little bit of that in the stories with Veggie Tales. Hey man, it's funny you mentioned Mr. Rogers because that was that was one of the TV shows I watched as well, and and I always felt you know sitting in front of the TV watching those shows, uh, you know there's those times in that in that show where he would sit down and look right in the camera, and it's it's almost like he was talking directly to you. I mean he was talking to a wide audience with that show, obviously, but I always felt yeah. that Mr. Rogers was talking to me personally, like he was telling reminding me of how important I was. Just the way out, kind yeah. of almost like the message that you that you see later on in Veggie Tales. I mean, I see a lot of the values um, in Veggie Tales that I that I would learn, you know, earlier on watching shows like Mister Rogers' Neighborhood. So I think that's really cool how you mentioned that. Yeah, you know, there's definitely an element of that, especially you know, and, and the way that Veggie Tales is set up, it's kind of cool because you know you have the countertops that you start and end with. And on the countertops, Bob and Larry are talking directly to the camera. You know, it's like, welcome to VeggieTales. We got a letter from a kid, and this is the problem that they're having. And, and then they answer that problem in the form of a story. And then that story just is, you know, it's a story where, you know, typically the, ca the characters are not aware of the camera. They're just, you know, acting in the story. But then we come back and, you know, Bob and Larry address the camera again, just very much like Mr. Rogers to say, okay, you know, here's what we learned. This is how you can apply it to, to your life. And then ultimately, you know, God made you special and he loves you very much. So it's that, that direct personal uh, connection every episode um, that I think, you know, re really worked well with the show. Well, it's cool. Well, VeggieTales is now seen on the new kids network called Yippie. And for those who uh, might not have seen these new episodes yet, what kind of adventures can we expect from Larry and company in these all new shows? Well, it's a really fun setup. If you, if you, you know, we're, we're getting, you know, kind of uh, reminiscent and sentimental about old TV. But if you remember the Muppets show um, way back in the day, probably 70s and 80s, where Kermit and Fozzie and Miss Piggy were all set up in the theater to do their evening show. Um, that's what the new VeggieTales show is like. It's Bob and Larry are uh, entrusted with Mr. Nezzer's theater uh, and putting on a show for, for every episode for a live audience. So, um, so we're backstage with them as they're trying to figure things out. Uh, we're on stage with them as they're, they're putting on their plays. Uh, and then each, each one of those has a theme to it and, and you know, that's driven uh, by a, a, a letter they get from a child and, you know, they, they, they go into the performances and then we learn that lesson at the end. So it's kind of a, you know, if you, if you think of the countertops on 
uh, like a classic VeggieTales episode combined with the the Muppet Show. <laughs> That's what the new VeggieTales uh, show is like, and it's it, it's great because we 26 new episodes. Um, the first after we did the Christmas episode uh, that was launched last. Uh, November was the first one, and then after that, we have nine shows that uh, each each of the themes uh, reflects a fruit of the spirit. So uh, we go through those, and we have a number of Larry Boy episodes um, as well. And you know, we just had fun, but it's all in the context of this theater, which is which has just been a ball. That's really cool. Well, coming up after this next song, we'll be joined by Mike's counterpart and star of the VeggieTales show, Larry the Cucumber. All right, and we'll put that song in there, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to start this next part with um, with Larry. All right, very good. That was Walking on Sunshine, a great cover by the VeggieTales stars Larry the Cucumber and Bob the Tomato, and I'm excited to be joined by one of the stars of the hit show VeggieTales, Larry the Cucumber. Larry, welcome. How are you doing today? I'm Walking on Sunshine, Jay. How are you doing? Thanks for having me on. I'm doing great. I'm so glad that you could come by and join us. And Larry, I've been watching new episodes of your show, and I'm excited that you guys are not only on a new network, but continuing to share with children about the Lord. Uh, what has that journey been like these last two decades for you and your friends? Well, you know, Bob and I always like to, re- to remind kids that God made them special, and he loves them very much. And there's nothing more fun for us than to put on a play and have a great time and entertain kids and and give them that message. So it's been awesome. I've loved it. I love still doing my silly songs, um, singing singing, uh, about goofy things, but also singing about serious things. So so it's great. And plus, I never age, which is awesome. How great is that to be an animated cucumber and never get bags under your eyes? That's exactly right. You know, Larry, I like that song we just played from you and Bob's album, Bob and Larry Singing the 80s. And you know what? You've been singing songs for a long time. And I'm curious, do you have a favorite song that you've enjoyed singing most over the years? Oh, my goodness. There's so, so many. But, um, you know, a lot of times the, the old standards do, you know, the, I go back to, uh, you know, the classic hairbrush song. That's a fun one to sing. That was that was one of my very first silly songs, so that's got a special place in my heart. And, and I love uh, anything having to do with a boy band, like uh, the Boys in the Sink, you know, Belly Button or Bubble Rap. Those are two fun songs, too. So there, there's just been so, – I, I don't know. We've done probably hundreds and hundreds of songs, so it's hard to pick a favorite, but those are some of my favorites. Well, Larry, having been in so many shows over the years, uh, what's the most important thing you want kids to know when they watch your show? Oh, well, I just want them to know ultimately that God made them special and he loves them very much, but that it's okay to have fun. You know, we want kids to have fun and we want them to laugh and uh, just just enjoy VeggieTales and, and that, you know, God wants us to love him and love each other. So that's the most important thing. Well, that's cool. Well, Larry, thank you so much for joining me today. Why don't we play another song you guys did? Uh, let's go ahead and play Our God. Do you like that song? Sure, I love that. All right, and we'll put that in there and then come back and do the last couple questions for you, Mike. And I just wanted to know, I think the first interview that you and I did, um, when we did the one in 2008, I think you were driving or that you had to pull over in a parking lot and we had to do a couple of those again. So is 
it's kind of funny. I remember <laughs> doing that conversation and later telling people about it, like, you know, what was that conversation? Like I said, I had, to, I had to mute my phone a lot because it was, I was laughing. <laughs> if you could hear me laughing in the background as Mike was doing that voice, it was pretty funny. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, that was in the days before uh, uh, Airbuds. So, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah have either been, had you on speakerphone or up right up to my ears. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, thankfully, thankfully <laughs> you can drive and, and uh, yell like a cucumber now without uh, much danger. <laughs> I'm not driving now, by the way. I'm I'm just at my home office. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we'll go ahead and this next part. Mike Nalrocki joins us today on the show. And Mike, aside from VeggieTales, you have some other things going on right now. And uh, as you mentioned before, I was actually reading that you are a college professor. Tell me about that and, you know, wh what, what's your focus area of teaching? And um, do students realize off the bat when they meet you that you are the voice of Larry the Cucumber? <laughs> yeah, you know, a lot of students do. So I teach at Lipscomb University in Nashville, Tennessee. And um, I teach uh, in uh, film and animation, so um, which is great. A lot of a lot of uh, colleges, if they have an animation department, it's in the fine arts um, uh, wing of the school. At Lipscomb, uh, it's in the film department, so it's great. So I get to teach, you know, screenwriting for animation, and um, you know, our animators that are coming in, they want to be artists, but they also want to be storytellers, and so um, so I really get to you know have fun doing that. Um, so I've been teaching for a couple years now. Um, I went back, you know, after, after having a long career in animation, my, my undergraduate is actually, I have two degrees, one in biology and one in history. And uh, of course that lends itself to becoming an animated cucumber. <laughs> so I spent, um, you know, I spent a career, uh, you know, creating shows and animation, but um, I went back in uh, 2017 to get my master's of fine arts. I had that opportunity at Lipscomb and uh, I was really excited about the program that they had, that they were building there. And so I signed on for that and, you know, to get my academic credentialing to teach at the university level and, uh, uh, you know, graduated a couple years ago and then have been teaching and absolutely loving it. And so it's just a great environment. Uh, some really talented students, they definitely keep me on my toes creatively, uh, but it's, it's fun. I just, you know, I, I pull out the Larry voice every once in a while in class and, uh, you know, we, we, we have fun with that, but, you know, teaching, you know, everything from live, uh, live action production, uh, you know, to, to animation production. So um, I'm just, I'm just thrilled to be able to do that now. That's really cool. And, you know, I was also reading that you just finished another book in your Dead Sea Squirrels series. Um, for those who are not familiar with this, tell us briefly about this series in this new book and where we can find it. Sure. Yeah. So um, Dead Sea Squirrels, it's a six book series currently. There are six books out. They're early readers. Uh, so early reader chapter books. Uh, so um, uh, they're for grades, uh, basically kindergarten or first grade through fifth grade. So early readers, a lot of illustrations. Um, and uh, uh, it's, they're just, they're just a lot of fun. And um, kind of the, the, the idea behind the series is there's a little boy, Michael, whose dad is an archaeologist. In the very first book, Michael is in uh, the Dead Sea with his dad in the Dead Sea area on a dig, and Michael's exploring some caves and comes upon these two salt-encrusted, dehydrated squirrels. And he stashes them in his backpack, and he brings them back home with him to Tennessee. Um, and, uh, you know, they've been in a cave for 2,000 years, uh, and he sets them up on his dresser like, you know, like these beef jerky, you know, uh, souvenirs from his trip. And they get rained on. He leaves his window open. They get rained on and rehydrate and come back to life. 
And uh, it turns out that they lived during the time of Christ. And so they're these kind of these fish out of water characters in the modern world uh, that, that, you know, is able to bring, you know, their experience and stories from the life of Christ and the apostles forward to the modern day. Um, you know, Michael's a, you know, fifth grader and he's got his fifth grader problems and he's got these squirrels that he's toting around. Uh, so it's, it's a ton of fun. So I've got six books out right now. I'm writing six more um, for a total of 12 uh, th- that'll be in the series and uh, just have had some great reactions to those and um, just, just super excited. It's, it's an idea that I've had for a number of years, actually started off as an animated series idea, uh, and then I developed it into a, a children's book series, uh, and hopefully we'll be able to animate it one day as well. Um, but folks can find those at, um, you know, Amazon. Uh, you can, uh, Amazon.com, you can just go to, uh, you know, Dead Sea Squirrels and uh, Dead Sea Squirrels series and, and find those books. Again, six are out now. I've written two more that are in the illustration phase, and then I'll be writing uh, four, you know, four for a total of 12 books over the next uh, few months as well. So um, it's, been, it's been just a great deal of fun to be able to do that. That sounds really cool. I'm excited about that. Well, in closing, uh, I ask a lot of guests this question, legacy. Uh, when we've all come and gone and future generations look back on Mike Nowrocki and the body of your work, what's the thing that you want them to remember you for the most? Oh, man. You know, I've, yeah, that's what a great question. I really feel like, um, you know, if, if people – just that I, that I operated in my giftedness, you know, that I tried to use the talents and ability and abilities that God gave me um, to, to, to help others and point them to him. Um, You know, that's, that's, that's all I could ask for. Well, that's awesome. Well, Mike, thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate you coming by and pray that the Lord continues to use you and veggie tales to impact young lives. Jay, thank you so much, man. Hopefully it's not going to be 12 years till I talk to you again. So it's been, it's been a pleasure. Thanks so much. All right. And that's where we'll end the interview. And um, yeah, I, I appreciate you getting on here. I'll have to, uh, the Dead Sea Squirrels, that's actually the first I had heard of it when Lori had sent me uh, the Stephanus. She's been sending me VeggieTales stuff for a while. So I'll have to see yeah. if she can get me copies of those for my boys. I think they would like that. Oh, yeah. You know, I'd be happy to do that as well. And um, hold on for a second. How old are your, how old are your boys? Or you've got boys in that, in that? You said you had two to 21, right? Yeah, I have a, I have a two, soon to be three-year-old. But one of my sons um, has autism. He's 11, but uh, he, okay. he has, um, I can't remember what it's called. He has trouble reading. Um, he gets the words jumbled up and stuff. Um, my wife okay. has the, knows the fancy word for it, but we're actually working with yeah. him on reading, and I know he, he loves history stuff. And yeah. um, I think that that would be something cool for him to kind of help him read and um, kind of put oh all that stuff together. Yeah, well, I'd be happy to send you a set of books. Just, just give, me your, uh, give me your address. I'll, I'll jot it down right now and, and send you a set. Yeah, that sounds cool. Um, it's 3 9 809 Pretty mm-hmm. Pond. That's two words. Road. Is, you said, is it Pretty Pond? Pretty Pond, yeah, Pretty Pond. Road. P-R-E-T-T-Y? Yes, sir. Okay. Okay, Road. Uh-huh, all right. And it's Zephyr Hills. Z is in zebra. E-P-H-Y-R 
H I L L S, one word. And then, oh, uh, one word, okay. Florida. Yes, Zephyr Hill. Okay. Florida. Okay. Uh huh. 33540. 540. Five, okay. Cool. Yeah, I'd be I'd be happy to um and yeah, just let me know what your son thinks and you know, I'd love to come on and maybe talk to you about about the books if you uh, if if you like them and and, and want to kind of dive a little deeper. That'd be great. Yeah, definitely. And his um if if you uh if you could sign those, that'd be cool. His name is Aiden A A D E N. Okay. A A D E N. Okay. Yeah, and okay. then and what, then I'm with, what I was going to do is. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh huh. Oh, I was going to say, and he he said he's eleven eleven years old. Yeah, yeah, he's eleven. Uh huh. And what what I was going to say is, um, with Lori, I was going to send um, I was going to send her some liners if she could forward them onto you. Would you be able to do those for us for our show? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I've got a little uh, recording set up here at home, so I can just do those um, into my nice microphone rather than into my, uh, you know, earbuds. <laughs> yeah, I'd be happy to do yeah. that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, well, I'll send those over to her right now. And again, I thank you for for being on here. And I'll send her. Um, I'll this will actually air not this Friday, but the following Friday. Okay. So I'll send her all the social media stuff, stuff that we'll be tagging you and stuff. And um, okay, we'll, we'll just go from there. We'll start promoting this uh, on Monday. That sounds great. Really appreciate it, Jay. Thank you so much, man. Thank you, Mike. You have a good one, man. Okay. Thanks, you too. All right. See you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.